0: Today's gonna be gonna be a good good day, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Oh, yeah. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a multidimensional energy light worker. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've always dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun and let's get started right now. Today, I'm going to be giving you the three keys to releasing fear. At the time I'm recording this, the pandemic is happening, COVID-19. But if you listen to this later, I hope you can look back and think, okay, that was a scary time, but we came through it really well. Because, you know, hindsight, pretty darn good thing. But fear is there in regular life too. So you might be facing fear of all sorts of different things. And also, not just fear of getting sick, but fear of losing your job, fear of losing your home if you don't have enough money, fear of all sorts of things that happen in regular life and during the pandemic time. So my plan for the show today is to talk about what fear is, advantages, and believe me, there are a few advantages of fear and disadvantages, the types of fear there are. I'm going to touch on the law of attraction, give you those three keys to releasing fear, and I'm going to finish it up with a meditation to help you release the fears right now. Rather than holding on to them and letting everything that you hear feed on it or, well, we'll talk about the law of attraction in a little bit. So first, let's talk about what fear is. I love what Google says. It says that is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain, or is a threat. An unpleasant emotion. Okay, I think that's a little understated for most of us. If you have fear and you know there's fear. It's more than an unpleasant emotion. It can be debilitating. It can be something that gets you stuck where you're at. If it's really bad, you might be sitting in a room being a hermit because you don't want to go outside. Well, right now, if you're listening to this during the pandemic, you might be doing that anyway. But let me just say that fear is not going to help you most of the time. It's basically, in the way I think of it, it's a worry about the future, about the unknown, about possible outcomes. When you ask yourself, what if? (gasps) What if this happens? Oh my God, what if that happens? But they're possible outcomes. They're not the only outcomes. So fear can hold you back if that's all that you focus on. That's what fear is. Fear is a worry about the future and the unknown. And granted, it may seem to make sense to some people because you may have past knowledge or expectations of what might happen. You might have been injured in a car accident and maybe getting into a car is really difficult for you the first few times because you keep hearing that crash sound. I know I've been there. You might have someone who abandoned you or who abused you in a relationship. And so you don't really want to get back into another relationship because even though your regular mind, your conscious mind knows that it's probably not going to happen again, you might have this expectation from past experience that it could So you might have this huge fear that holds you back. The good thing about fear is that it's survival mode because it helps an instinct to kick in if something's going on. So that's fear is also part of that. And sometimes fear seems to make no sense. There might be no basis for it, like a phobia where you go, why is this happening? Of course, if you almost drowned when you were young and you have a fear of the water, then maybe that makes sense to have a phobia. But if you look back and you have no memory of anything, well, if you believe in past lives, then you probably realize that it comes from there. If you don't, it may just be a fear that makes no sense. Fear is basically a reaction, but it's a choice that we make after the initial feeling. If you have the fear reaction to something, do you stay stuck there? Do you hold on to it? Do you not let it go? Or do you choose again and decide that maybe you don't need to hold on to the fear? So let me talk about the disadvantages, because that's kind of the more obvious things, right? And I kind of mentioned that already. The disadvantage is that it kind of sucks you down. It makes you stop being able to think straight sometimes. Fear can overwhelm you. It can make you feel powerless. It can make you feel paralyzed in a situation so you can't move forward or do anything. You might feel stuck. It might leave you feeling really vulnerable or separate and apart from people. You might disconnect and shut down and not want to connect to anybody. And ultimately, fear can make you body sick too, because people that are fearful, they're, they start shutting down in so many different ways. You may even give up or let go of a dream that you've had. And a lot of times, the disadvantage is that you play victim. You say, it's not my problem. I, mean, I didn't do this. I didn't cause this. This is something, a circumstance, this is another person. I can't do anything. That powerlessness you feel like you can't step out of it. You can't because of whatever. But there are kind of a negative advantages to fear. You don't have to move forward. You have a perfectly good excuse. You don't have to take any responsibility. You can let fear and others rule you. So if you don't want to step forward in a situation or in a relationship, it's kind of a, a negative advantage in a way, because You can blame other people. You can blame the situation. You don't have to do anything in that. And it's kind of a relief sometimes not to have to take steps because you're so fearful. But it also stops your life from moving forward. So you can live there for a while if you need to. But how long do you want to live in that sort of space? And what are the positive advantages of fear? Because like I said, there are some positive ones. It can be the survival mode that makes you aware that there's a problem, fear of fire. If there's a fire and you have immediate fear, oh my God, reacting appropriately maybe or scared out of your mind, and of course, frozen in fear is not going to help you any, but if the initial reaction is what may move you to make appropriate actions, it may help you get out. If it's fire, save somebody else that's near you. It might help you to Lift a car if it's your child under a car, because that fear reaction will help you do something more than what you think you can do. It can save our life. It can make us act. And ultimately, fear, if you react in a way after the initial reaction, and you take it in and you understand where it comes from, it can teach us what to be aware of. It can get you off your duff and move forward, basically. Sorry. But again, it can get you to stop being stuck. Because if you're aware of the fear and you go, I'm done with this. This is ridiculous. How do I get out of this? Once you figure that out, you can just step out of the fear and realize I chose this fear. When you look back and you have this wonderful ability to have this hindsight, you'll see that you chose to step out of the fear, whether it's immediately or you've been there a while or maybe a long while. And if you ever do take that step out of that fear, you can look back and go, oh my God, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I stay stuck? But then pat yourself on the back and say, but I did it. That's the most important part, no matter when you do it. Because you can learn and you can grow from what makes you fearful, from what hits you. And then you can take those steps forward. The next thing I want to look at is the types of fear that we have. So we can maybe recognize them a little better. So what kinds of fears do you have? Maybe pay attention as I'm going through the list and and see if they zing at all, if they land with you and you go, oh, yeah, I got a little bit of that one. Or no, nope, I'm fine with that one. If you're fearful of these specific things, fear of death, I think most people are a little fear of death, not everybody, fear of failure or fear of success, then the big one supposedly is fear of public speaking, fear of contracting diseases. Like cancer or COVID-19 right now. Fear of pain and suffering, which kind of goes along with that. Fear of running out of money, of being homeless. And then there's the phobias, the irrational fears that seem irrational or that even if they've happened to you before, like when I almost drowned and then I had the fear of water, I knew why I had the fear of water, but I tightened up so much I couldn't swim for years because I tightened up in fear. My whole body would be like big, heavy the thing that just would you know, go down, I wouldn't, I wouldn't float at all because I couldn't relax. So those kind of fears, even if you know where they come from, they seem kind of irrational the way that they come about, the way that you react to it sometimes. And then there's the kind of fears that are like our worst case scenario fears. That old Murphy's Law. You expect the worst. You expect something bad to happen. And so, well, guess what? A lot of times it does. And then, of course, it's self-fulfilling. You believe it's going to be bad. It's bad. Well, then it's going to be bad again, right? It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And it keeps happening because you keep thinking that way. You keep having that energy that draws that to you, which leads me to the law of attraction. The extremely simple definition of law of attraction is like attracts like. What you think, you attract. Your thoughts perpetuate what happens because as you keep thinking a negative thought, I'm not good enough. Then things you focus on start to prove that you're not good enough. So then you start believing it more. And then the world outside will say, okay, you want to know that you agree and believe with that? Okay, let me show you something else that proves that you're right. So you attract things to prove yourself that things are true. Whether you see commercials, you see people, or situations that prove that you're true. You see over and over again, maybe you believe that you have no money, that things are horrible. You'll see stock market was going down radically. You'll go, oh my God, I'm losing all my money. You might have lost your job losing money. And this is a time we're living in at the moment. If you listen to this later, it also happens all the time. You might only get a piece of the information, which is normal. You don't get the whole piece of information. You only get part of it. The information you start drawing to yourself are things that validate what you believe in. And you don't even hear the things that don't validate you. This is being human. Somehow, that's what happens. And it might also explain, if you wonder, if you're somebody that feels like somebody is a radical because they believe differently than you, they believe about guns or they believe about a certain way in politics or they believe whatever they believe that's different from yours, you go how can they believe this this makes no sense this is why because they start to believe something they see things that prove to themselves that they're right with commercials or people like say things or they read things and then they just keep proving to themselves they're right so they believe it more and more and more they hear people they hear people talking that they're attracted to that also proves that they're right cuz the universe says okay you want to believe that? Okay, here you go. Here's information. Here is something that will prove you're right to you. Another issue about law of attraction is that it may seem positive what you're thinking. So if you go back to what your thought pattern again, you what you're thinking may seem positive. But sometimes there's this middle ground. It's not really positive. You just think it is. It's actually a negative thing. Now, let, let me explain this. So if you haven't been sick for a long time and you're thinking, wow, this is great. I haven't been sick. I'm." I've uh, I haven't been sick for a long time. I haven't gotten the flu. I haven't gotten the cold. I haven't. And then you get sick and you go, well, ugh, I tempted fate. I said something. I should never have said something. You were talking about the sickness instead of the health. You were talking about, you were saying in a positive way. Yeah, I haven't been sick. But what if you said, I'm usually healthy? What if you said, yes, I'm healthy. I'm doing well. Instead of saying, I haven't been sick for a long time. It's a different way of looking at it. And that takes a little more paying attention to the way you speak. Because your subconscious doesn't hear the negative. It only hears the positive, And then it hears this little ground stuff is like, hmm. So you end up with this negative belief inside of you you didn't plan on. And one thing I want to mention too is that as you release things, as you release fear, something else is going to rush in because the universe does not like a vacuum. So you're not going to have or avoid inside of you. If you release fear, more fear may rush in. So we want to make sure That whatever you release, whenever you're working, you fill it with joy or peace or love or something that fills you up that you want inside of you. Now realize that when you do release things, it may require action on your part. You may need to do more. And that's okay. You have to be willing when things show up, opportunities come to release your fear that they say, okay, you need to take this step. That is totally okay. You need to be willing to do that. And releasing fear does not have to be difficult because fear is just an emotion. It's an emotion. It's something you don't have to live with. You can do mind over matter. You can think, hey, no matter what I see out there, I don't need to get sick inside. I don't need to have this fear eating away at me. I could do something about this. I have that power. And as you start shifting your inside world your outside world will start shifting too. You'll start seeing the things that reflect how healthy you are on the inside, how emotionally secure and peaceful you are. You'll start seeing those things that say, yes, everything's shifting. Yes, we're doing something about this. Yes, things are happening. You'll feel so much more secure. And as you release the scarcity fear as well, that's another part of the fear you'll find that abundance mentality starts taking over. You need to decide if there are plenty of resources to go around. If you can believe that way, you're going to be able to shift and you're going to be able to find what you need. I find that if you trust in something beyond our human existence, fear falls away so easily. It's so much easier to deal with it when that happens. Here are the three keys to release fear. So let me say what they are and then I will unpack them for you. The first one is to be aware of the fear. You got to know you have fear because sometimes we don't even know it. The second one is to be a willingness to release the fear. And the third one is the decision to move forward and actually take those steps. The first key to releasing fear is to be aware, to be aware of the fear and acknowledge it. If you don't know you have it, You can't do anything and you don't want to avoid or ignore it because it'll just grow. I'm very good at avoiding and ignoring things. And then at one point I was avoiding and ignoring emotions and my hair started falling out, which my hairdresser told me. And I went, ah, eek, not willing to go that far. I better face whatever it is that's bothering me. That was something that was my last (laughs) straw. I mean, I had a lot of other things that came up about this one particular issue, but Losing my hair was something that showed I was avoiding and ignoring the issue. I was stressed and I didn't want to think about it. So I didn't. And as human beings, we could be really good about that. If you don't want to acknowledge that you have fear, just know that everybody has it. You're not alone. It's something like any other habit. It's a mindset. You can get stuck in it. You're human. You can get stuck there. You may not even recognize you have it, but if things aren't going right, There's probably something in there. And a lot of times, like most of the time, probably it's some sort of fear related issue in the middle, though, you may not see it. It's that ability to step back and to look at it, to meditate, maybe and see yourself from another perspective that helps you to see what's going on. Your subconscious will bring up that fear and to make us aware that something might hurt us, that something's not going right, or that there's something that we need to pay attention to. If you acknowledge it, that fear may just leave right away. You may not have to take more than one step. Because a lot of times the subconscious goes, yoo problem. And you go, what? Oh, you acknowledge that fear and that issue that it brings up. And you go, it goes, okay, thanks for paying attention. And the fear may leave. It's being acknowledged. You just need to know that it's there. Oh, okay, this could happen. I see that. Now I'm okay. And if you feel that way, the fear's gone. That fast. But if it eats at you, it's not gone. You need to acknowledge it. Now, the second key is that willingness to release it, to let it go. You might feel like it's too big to release. You don't know how to do it. You might feel bombarded from every corner. If you feel almost too fearful to release the fear, you're stuck. And everybody gets there at one point or another. So don't feel you're alone. I've needed help before. But if you can say that to yourself, I need help. But if you don't go get it, you're not willing to release it. You may be able to just do it on your own. So just know that if you're willing to do it, something will come up that will help you to know how. Because how is a big thing. That was always my big mantra, but I don't know how. How do I do this? i do it if I knew how, but I don't know how. I don't know how to release this. I don't know how to step forward. But if you're willing to know, willing to ask for help, and willing to release it, you're going to find that you can talk to a professional or a friend, because you're going to start being aware that those are possibilities that you can do. Someone may stand out, whether it's me or whether it's a friend that says something that you go, oh, I can talk to them. Because sometimes talking about it makes it more real. And then we may not want to make it more real. We don't really want to talk about it. And that goes back to acknowledging it. The first key, being aware of it. You might be aware. You might even acknowledge it's there, but then you don't want to let it go because you don't want to think about it. That's an avoid and ignoring. Even if it's real, that makes it easier to release because then you have something you know what you're dealing with. And then the third key is decision to move forward. So, okay, you're willing to release it. Know it. And like I said, sometimes just being aware of the fear is enough to move it. Sometimes just your willingness, that second key is enough to let it go because you say, okay, I'm willing to let it go. And all of a sudden you don't feel it. You're going, whoa, okay, that was easy. But a lot of times you need to make the decision and you need to take the steps, whatever they are, to let go of the fear. You can thank your subconscious for bringing up your fear and learn from it and then figure out how you want to move forward. Knowing possible outcomes, you might be able to find the right tool like exercise or meditation or yoga, prayer, tapping, other energy work. You might be able to find the right person. Maybe those are the ways you move forward. The life coach, the energy worker, a therapist, a minister, maybe a friend, someone who can be as objective as possible to help you. Or maybe someone who loves you who can be subjective, but also shut up and not talk while trying to fix you while you just talk about it. That can listen, that can help you. At least. Figure out some of the small steps that you can take and make a plan. We're going to use these keys in this meditation that's coming up. I want you to be aware and acknowledge the fear when you see it, knowing you're in a safe place. I want you to decide if you're willing to release whatever comes up and then to see if you can make that decision to move forward. It could be quick. It could let go immediately or it could take some other steps that will come to you when it happens. By all means, if you haven't already done it, sit down, relax, and we're going to do a short meditation or if you prefer guided visualization to help you release this fear. So take a breath and relax. Allow yourself to feel safe. Allow yourself to close your eyes and breathe and let go of whatever it is that's making you tense, knowing that whatever you're willing and ready to release will release today. Allow yourself to feel like you're on an escalator. You're going to be going down into your subconscious mind, down, down. As you see what's coming ahead, feel safe and know that whatever fear you have. Will be able to be released at least partially, if not completely, depending on your willingness. And as you get to the bottom of the escalator and you step into your subconscious mind, I want you to bring up the first fear you have regarding health. Whether it's a current issue, when I record this of COVID 19, whether it's a fear of cancer or anything else that you're dealing with, MS, or something that You just have a fear of that you're not currently dealing with. See that fear. What does it look like? And how does it feel? Is it big? Is it black? Is it purple? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel dark? What does it look like, this fear about health? And how does it look? And as you get a grip on acknowledging what it looks like, make it bigger. I want you to blow up the fear totally out of proportion to what it is. Blow it up. Put it inside of a balloon, a balloon that will never pop until you're ready. Let it get bigger and bigger. And as that balloon gets to the biggest fear you can possibly imagine, put a force field up around it protecting the outside layer of that balloon so that nothing can leak out because you're going to be popping that balloon and you have to know that you're safe and protected and that nothing will leak out. Go ahead and pop that balloon inside that shield. Seeing anything related to this fear, simply start vanishing. Simply see it release so that then as the balloon vanishes, that force field can collapse upon itself because there's nothing inside. Whatever you released, I want you to fill whatever void that remains from that release of fear, fill it with what brings you the most joy. Whether it's peace or love or joy, prosperity, fill it with health and good feelings Whatever you want to fill that fear void with. The void that used to be fear. Now take a breath or two because we're going to move on to another fear. Breathe through filling that void. The next fear that I want you to bring up, still feeling safe, is any fear about money, about a lack of money. And remember to start seeing the fear first and what it looks like. Does it look like you won't have a home? Does it look like you won't have a job? Or that just that your bank account is empty? Does it look like you're going to be cold because you can't pay your electric and your heating bill? What does that lack of money look like? Or perhaps it's not lack of money so much as the fear that there isn't enough for anybody. So maybe it is all a lack. Maybe there's a fear that only certain people get it or you don't deserve it. Whatever that issue and that fear about money is blow up that fear. Make it bigger. After you see what it looks like, grow it. Blow it up. Make that balloon bigger and bigger, knowing the balloon will never pop until you're ready. And as it gets as big as you can make it, putting this fear about money into there, the lack of money, the it's never there for me, the it's not going to be there, the what ifs about it, Put that force field or that shield around that balloon, knowing that nothing can get out of fear, that when you pop this balloon, it's safe. You are protected from this fear and you are done and you will be able to release it. And as you pop this balloon, see again, all that fear starting to vanish, starting to leave behind the shield and it can't get back at you again, whatever you put in there. Is gone. And then after it's totally dissipated, again, allow the force field or that shield to just cave in on itself and vanish as well. And now, again, any that you released, I want you to fill that void with something that makes you feel good. Prosperity, that feeling that there's always more than enough, the feeling of hope or joy peace about the issue and that fear, whatever it is, maybe a combination of all of those, feel like you filled that void. Feel it so that you have that feeling. The third fear I want you to bring up is one about relationship, either a specific person or a situation regarding a relationship. Look at what that fear is. Is it related to a spouse? Or child? Is it related to a boss? Is it a situation that you find yourself in? Look at that fear. Recognize it. Acknowledge it. See that it's there. And then as you start feeling what it feels like inside your body, make it bigger. Start putting all of that fear into that balloon that's safe because it won't pop. Make it bigger and make it bigger. And bigger and bigger until you feel like every single bit of that fear is in there that you possibly can release right now. Whatever that relationship fear is, or that situation about the relationship, you aren't putting the person themselves in, just all the fear regarding this after you've gotten it as big as it's going to get. Put that force field around that balloon, put up that protective layer. So that none of that fear can leak out. And when you're ready, go ahead and pop the balloon of fear related to that relationship issue, that situation, or that person. And see that fear winking out of existence, just vanishing into nothing. And allow, as that fear is totally gone, to have that force field just collapse in on itself again and disappear. To have that protective layer. Simply leave. And then remember to fill whatever void that you've released of the fear with what makes you feel the best with a love for that person or that situation, with peace, knowing that it will all turn out well, or whatever it is that you need to work through that void that used to be fear of a relationship. Be sure that you are ready that you feel complete before you come back out of this meditation. Breathe a few more times. See how you feel now. How is this all? How is this feeling now that used to be fear? And now I want you, if you're ready, to start getting back on that escalator that will bring you back up out of your subconscious mind, into your Conscious mind. When you see the escalator, make sure you leave whatever it is you need to leave back in your subconscious mind. Bring this love and this peace, this joy, this prosperity, whatever you feel this area, leave it there, but also bring it with you up the escalator higher and higher as you come back up into your present time, into your body, into your conscious mind. And as you are more alert and moving your fingers and your toes and ready to face the world again, feeling so much calmer, so much more at peace, knowing, knowing that you can do this anytime you want. Open your eyes and come right back. I wanted to talk now about what you saw in these meditation. What were your fears? What you experienced? Did you get scared about them? Did you just see them? Did you feel safe? Because I hope you did. I always want to make sure that you feel safe when you're going through these because you don't need to get in-depth. Even if you do get in-depth, I want you to feel that you have a safe place to do it. When you look at what you experienced, the most important thing is how do you feel right now? Do you feel like you took off a top layer of fear? Is there a tightness that went away or a uh, just a gnawing sense of, oh my God, things are horrible, or I can't get through this. Did any of that lift for you, even a little bit? We did go through health, which of course it can be anything besides at the moment, this pandemic, as I'm recording this, it can also be about things you've been diagnosed with or things you're scared you'll be diagnosed with because of heredity. It can be all sorts of things that you might be facing that or might be scared that you might be facing in the future. In the money issue, it could be about not having money now or could be a fear of not having it in the future, fear of what that means to you, fear of losing your home or your, did you, were you able to let go of some of that fear that you may have had of whatever it is about money? And then the third thing was the relationship or the situation regarding the relationship. You should never release a person in a releasing technique when it comes to the actual, I'm going to disintegrate this person. You want to disintegrate the feelings around the person. You want to disintegrate your feelings about them, about how you see them, because that's not who they truly are. It's your impression of them. So make sure when you release people that you release What you see in that person and not the actual person themselves, because that person can shift out of what, see if I can put this right, you see them a certain way. That's what you expect them to be. If you release those expectations and those fears about that person, they may be free to shift and be different around you. So you want them to be able to have that opportunity to grow as well as you growing And if you start seeing people shift because you've released some fear around them, you may have a whole nother experience around them and they may be a different person around you or by releasing the fear, you may have released the person, but you don't need to actually do that type of release because that person might be just the right person for you in whatever situation you're looking at when you are dealing with releasing fear and releasing situations. There are other ways that you can release fear, of course, besides meditations and visualizations. One way you could try is to write down the fear and have like a ceremony. You can burn it. So write down what the fear is. Say, I'm now releasing this fear and then burn it or drown it in salt water. Usually sea salt works the best. You can Wash and repeat the visualization. You can do it multiple times. Keep bringing up more of the fear and releasing it. You can listen to this show as often as you need. Fast forward to the meditation and keep doing it over and over again if you need to. Let go of more and more of the fear. You can breathe more. You can also work with nature. By being in nature, sometimes that helps us release fear. You can be around a puppy um, or your kitty that makes you release it. Now be careful because a lot of times our fears go into our animals because they take it on. So you want to be sure that they don't feel different or get sick afterwards. And if they do, you know, send them love and and see it clearing through them because you can do that for them. You can also be around babies or anything that brings you joy that can wash away some of this fear. There are also things you can do if you're more logically oriented, like write down your fears. And see how these things really are. If you write down a fear about something and you write down all the things that might happen because of this fear, you might get more and more absurd. It might look absurd when you see this fear. I'm not saying it is absurd, but it may look that way to you after a while. If you write down every single thing that might happen because of this fear, maybe you are afraid that you'll lose your job because of whatever. So you go through and you write down every single thing that can come from that. Maybe you write down that you lose your house, you'll lose your spouse, you'll lose all these things, your self-respect, you'll lose everything, and you get to the point where you might die. And you look at it and you go, okay, the fear is actually because my boss is being a pain in the butt. I'm afraid I'm going to die because my boss is a pain in the butt? Okay, wait a minute, this just makes no sense. So maybe doing that will help your logical mind go, oh, that's just stupid. Because fears can be actually believe it or not, logic out. You can get stuck. But then if you think in your other part of your brain, sometimes you can see from seeing from a different angle, oh, different perspective. Yeah, I don't need that fear. It's just something that's bugging me. It's not something that's big fear. You can also work with gratitude. Look at your present moment and see how good you have it now. Because the more you can work with gratitude, the more the law of attraction will bring you things to be grateful for. You don't need to stay stuck in that fear. You're going to know a lot of times if you've really released the fear or not, because you're going to have people coming at you and things that are going to reflect that fear back at you. Sometimes I almost feel like when I ask for validation, did I release the fear? Somebody will reflect the fear back at me and I'll go, oh God, I didn't. Because I'll feel it inside my body. But other times they'll say something that reflects that fear and they'll say, oh my God, I'm so scared about. And you'll look at them and you'll go, I don't have that fear anymore. It's not the same feeling. I let it go more than I thought. So it's really helpful if you ask for validation after you release something to say, okay, show me, did I release? How much did I release? How do I feel? If, I, if you can't tell, then you may find that people and situations come up that will help you realize if you release the fear or not. Try not to get stuck with the thought that if they come up to validate you, that you still have the fear. See how you feel about the fear and don't just react because that idea that someone else brings up is the same fear you used to have. Make sure that you are aware and pay attention. And remember these three keys that you need to be aware that you have fear and acknowledge that you have it. Because if you don't do that, you'll be ignoring it or living a life of just totally living in the fear without even knowing you're there and things won't go right. You'll have this problem and you won't know how to get through it because you won't know what it is until you acknowledge that fear is actually there. And then decide if you're willing to release this fear because that fear is something that you can live with. You can ignore it if you know it's there. But if you know it's there, do you want it in your life? You need to be willing to let it go. And then, of course, once you're willing to let it go, you have to make the decision to do something about it. You need to decide if you want to work with someone, if you want to work on your own, how you want to take care of this for you so you can have the best life that you want. You can find the things that you want instead of living in fear, allowing things to get worse in your mind. And during this pandemic, if you're listening to this now, this is a time that we need to live in gratitude and hope and knowing that we'll all get through this, that we'll all have this particular thing we can look back on later and go, I did good. I was there for others. I was a light instead of the dark. I was there. I was able to help myself, to help other people find peace in this time. Whether it's now at this current moment for me or whether it's a time that's later after everything is done with this, and you are facing a different kind of fear, if you can release those fears about anything that comes up for you, you'll be able to definitely move through your life in a better way. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect2joy.com. Today's gonna be, gonna be a good, good day.